Hello. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to our poor friends. <laughs> this is Jamie. And Nicole. And Nicole. <laughs> and tonight we are here to talk about the quintessential 1980s high school movie. We've been in an 80s kick a we lot really lately. Have. We really have. Um, of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Yes. But before we do that. Would you rathers? We have would you rather questions. Yes. These are. <laughs> that we weren't frantically looking for. Yeah. Allegedly, these are completely not just a grab your ass to hope for the best kind of situation over here. <laughs> no, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. It's going to be great. Would you rather lose the ability to read or the ability to speak? Oh, I guess read. Really? Yeah. Because I'm assuming that I could get someone else to read for me. Oh, you're so smart. Well, and like I do because a lot I don't of, like to. You do books on. Tape I do and books stuff. on. Yes, I do Audible. I listen to podcasts. I can, yeah. you know, if so, if I need to know a menu, my husband can read it to me. Oh. So because it's it's almost like that's close to. Would you rather go blind or deaf? Uh huh. Uh huh. Now, in that case, though, I think I'd rather go blind. Really? I mean, I'd rather go deaf. Deaf. Yes. Deaf. Yeah. Deaf. 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 Yeah. I think I'd rather go deaf. Yeah. But because I'm scared of the dark. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not, I can't be permanently in the dark, folks. I can't. I'm scared of the dark. Like, oh my god, I know. It's well, ridiculous. if you go blind, mm -hmm. I will bougie out your pole, your walking stick. <laughs> I make that solemn promise to you. I appreciate that. Our listeners will have to hold me accountable. Um. So you know, Molly's blind. Yes. Our dog, like our thousand-year-old dog, <laughs> and they sell these things. They're big donuts that they put around them so that they, when they bump into things. Shut your mouth. <laughs> That's what I want is a giant donut. Oh my God, I'll totally get you a giant donut as well. A big bougie donut. Yes. With a tool skirt. Yes, 100%. So that you look like a ballerina. Yeah. That'd be amazing. A big, yes. big giant blind I ballerina. Lo I love it. Yes, and I'm going to take you to all the crosswalks. So <laughs> would you say? Uh, no, mine would be speak. Really? Uh-huh. Because all I could think about was I can't read a book. Yeah. Like... I can write shit down to communicate if I have to. Well, I, I guess. I guess I could learn sign language to communicate. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's an option. If I'm smart enough to learn sign language, I don't know that I am. But, yeah, otherwise I'll just carry around a whiteboard. So, so here's Can you what, imagine me being like, fuck you, on a whiteboard? It yes. really wouldn't have nearly the same impact. I feel like you would honestly have just a flip chart. Of like, oh, fuck yes. you, go fuck yourselves. That would be or, great. Get out of my way. Yes. Or can you get that thing on that shelf? Yeah. Like it would just be like uh, some regular. That would right. be awesome. Yeah. I could see that. I could totally but do that. I'm just saying, like, yeah, I li I listen a lot of times mm -hmm. to stuff like that. So I think I would yeah. be okay there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This one kind of goes with the movie in one scenario. So I don't know. Okay. Would you rather. Work hard for a boss that has high expectations but values you as a person and an employee or work much less for a boss that doesn't give a shit about you as a person. Uh, okay, here's what I think my answer is. Okay. And I know it's not at all. And, I, and my <laughs> boss listens to this from time so to time. So I'm going to say the appropriate answer. <laughs> no, no. So I say, I'm like, oh... I can find my own self-worth. Right. I don't, what do I care what my boss thinks of me? Right. So if the, the choices work a lot or don't work a lot, I'm not right. going to not work a lot. Right. With that being said, <laughs> I by far mm -hmm. hold myself to a higher standard. Mm -hmm. 
I by far yeah. like depend on my boss's validation yeah. more than I probably should. <laughs> I get it. And so yeah. I probably would say I do more work in a way that would bring about more validation yeah. and stuff like that. What sucks is when you end up doing that and working for a boss that also doesn't give a fuck about oh, you. Oh yeah, that's bullshit. Because that's typically what ends up happening. Yeah, that's yeah. when you that's when you quit. Yes. So I would definitely say like I would like to believe that I get my self worth uh-huh. internally and yeah. I, you know, whatever. In fact, yeah. at my current job, I found out that someone who is like the facilities coordinator has retired. Yeah. And it sounds so much easier than the job I do now. Even though like, how do I sign up? For I that? know it's not. Yeah. I know it's not. Yeah. But I'm like, oh God, that sounds so much easier. Yes. So yeah, but I, I know I would not be as fulfilled. So. I know. Oh see, yeah, yeah, you're I don't know. I go back and forth all the time. Yeah. My problem is that I don't want to work for a douche. Period. <laughs> like that's just my thing. You know, I don't That like, would be one of your flip charts. It would be what you're a douche. You're a douche. You're being yes. a douche. Yes. <laughs> because I can't stand working for a weak manager. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't I just if I don't respect you, yeah. it's not good. I know. It's not good. And it's and I can't turn that off. Yeah. And yet my work ethic is what it is, regardless of what I'm doing. Yeah. And so I'm always, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah. Okay, I had one that I started, and then I couldn't figure out how to end it. So I might have to just skip that one. End it with, or be a dragon. Okay, would you rather go back and work your first job all over again, or be a dragon? <laughs> That's a great, oh my God. Cause I came up with that one on my own. Thank you very nice. much. Which is why I couldn't fucking end it. Cause I couldn't think of, or would you rather do what? Yeah. But be a dragon's a great way to end shit. I will tell you though, like my first job I loved. Really? Was I, it Best Buy? I worked at Best Buy. Oh, okay. I, I didn't was realize that there. was your very first yes, job. Yes. And I was there with my best friends. Oh yeah. And I made a whole new group of friends there yeah. and I loved it. It was great. And, and like, you know, then I ended up like manager and customer service. Of so, course you did. Right. And yeah. so like I, I was yeah. pretty well respected, you know, whatever. Yeah. And it you was, were a bitch on the move. Well, it was just like, so you, have you seen the movie Empire Records? Oh, yeah. It was like that. We were yeah. all like really good friends. We hung yeah. out after work. We hung out on the weekends. Like we were. So yeah. there is something to be said about my first job. Yeah. But if I was a dragon, I could fly. That's so true. So I'd probably pick dragon. <laughs> <laughs> and you just fly over a Best Buy randomly. That's exactly right. Well, yeah. and there's got to be other dragon friends, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. We just can't see them. That's right. I know. Yeah, it's so, true. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's right. What about you? Oh, no, I'd be a dragon. My first job was fucking atrocious. What was your first job? So I started working at 15 at this skank-ass restaurant in Smithville. <laughs> It was so fucking horrible because my parents were like, you got to get a job if you want a car. Well, then I could only get a job in town and I was only 15. So there wasn't very many places. I wasn't going to work at the grocery store where I literally ran into everybody that you knew. I knew. Yeah. At the restaurant, I worked in the kitchen. So I was washing dishes. I was doing food prep. I was doing that. Oh, Oh, fucking horrible. Girl, girl, Thursday nights, Mountain Oyster nights. (laughs) Oh, that was the first time I ever at a job said, absolutely not. I literally gagged when they brought him up out of the fridge from downstairs. Uh huh. Uh, Yes. Oh, God. I worked that job for six ish months. Yeah. And then as soon as I turned 16 and got my license, hauled my ass right to the fucking mall. (laughs) Started working at Claire's. I worked at Claire's and I worked at the travel agency that was downstairs in Metro North Mall. I worked both jobs simultaneously for two years till I got my job at Worlds of Fun my senior year. I bet I shopped at Claire's while you worked there. I bet you did. I probably sold you. 
Fucking nice jewelry. Probably nice. Yeah. Nice jewelry for high school kids. <laughs> it's all we can fucking afford. It's all we can afford. Yes. That's probably where your first love of tiaras came from. Probably so. Most players. That's you are probably <laughs> correct. A hundred percent. No, I so I Best Buy was at the mall, but we were mall tangent. Oh, so yeah. Because, yeah. you know, this movie is so mall centric. Oh, my God. And I had forgotten that. And I, it makes me miss. So, Mark, too. The 80s in the mall. So, Mark worked yeah. at, and see, if I get this wrong, I'm going to be in big, big trouble. Oh, shit. He worked at Pretzel Time. And I've said Annie M, Annie Ann's before. Oh, no. Metro didn't have an Annie Ann's. Well, no, but he what was down he south. Oh. He was like a banister. Oh, well, then he, I was gonna say, we didn't have a pretzel time either at Metro, but he might have worked at an Annie Ann's. Did they not no, have that? I think he, I think it was pretzel time. See, oh, was gonna, it? I'm going to get divorced. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> because I didn't go to Bannister Mall, so I have no, no idea. No one went to Bannister Mall. <laughs> we were from the north, so we didn't go to Bannister That's Mall. right. We didn't go south of the river. The only, no, the only time I went to a mall south of the river as a kid is when they built Hypermart. What the fuck is a hypermart? It's when Walmart, it was before Walmart Supercenters. Oh. And they built it out there like at Indian Springs or where out there by Bannister somewhere. Yeah. And it was a big fucking, my mom acted like we were going on vacation. Like we <laughs> packed the fucking car. Like we were going to be in the car for four goddamn hours. <laughs> well, remember that's, so remember when they built like the Great Mall, the Great Plains? Oh, that's where my wedding dress came from. <laughs> Of course it did. That's yeah. what that was like too. Like yes. we're going on vacation yes, to the mall. To go, to go to the mall. Like yes. it's crazy. Because yeah. now you can't find a mall. No, I have to go to Oak Park. You have to go to Oak Park Mall. Yeah. That's it. That's the only place that is yep. like an indoor shopping mall. That's yeah. it. And we still love it. Yes. But at the time, man, it's crazy to think yeah. how much the yep. mall was a part of our lives back yes. then. Yes. We'll get into that. Okay. Okay. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Filmed in 1982. Filmed, filmed in 82. And oh, my God. I think I just said 92. I didn't No, you 82. didn't. You said okay, 82, good. but I'm just like, holy shit. <laughs> yes, 19. Well, so I think that's why, you know, when we picked this movie, I was like, God, I don't remember it, like, coming out and watching it. I remember seeing, like, random ass reruns, you know, oh, from- uh-huh. Sorry, I had the hiccups. It's okay. It's like you I had, had them last time. time. It's fine. I know. I'm like, what the hell's going on? It's fine. Um, but it's like, I, I, I did not- uh, this may be the first time I started and, and finished, finished it from the yes. Well, so full disclosure, I saw it for the first time in fuck 2014, 2015, because two of the guys that I worked with at the city at the time, shout out Steve Garrett and Jack Hendricks. Steve does sometimes listen. Jack nice. never does. Okay. Anyway, used to quote it all the fucking time. Really? And I'm like, what the hell is that from? And so I had to go and watch it. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so. Yeah, it, but I got more out of it watching it this time. So I did too, because again, mm -hmm. I wonder, like, I, this might, yeah. so anyway. Yeah. It was filmed only, the filming only lasted eight weeks total. Wow. And five of those weeks were, for the most part, on location. And then the last okay. three weeks, they had to build a sound studio. But they, it was, like, filmed all throughout L.A. This was really, like, I mean, everybody that starred in this film at the time was a nobody. Like, Which is wild. Yes. Because my husband's... Yeah. It, Love Affair is in this movie. Who's that? Phoebe Cates. I, oh, every, Jamie every man loves of him, a certain Phoebe age. Yeah. Well, and let's be honest. So we'll get into the topless scene, but even yeah. without the topless scene, oh, Phoebe Cates is beautiful. just gorgeous. Yes. She is so yes. gorgeous. And I love the fact that, like, she in this movie is so kind of unapologetically 
female uh-huh. focus. Yeah. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. So yes, it stars Phoebe Cates, Jennifer Jason Lee, Sean Penn, Judge Reinhold, Robert Romanus, and Brian Backer with a cameo, of course, Nick Cage. Yes. Other big names in it were Forrest Whitaker, Eric Stoltz, and Anthony Edwards. Yep. So that was interesting. Was Dana Plato in it? No. Who plays his girlfriend? Who's girlfriend? Judge Reinhold's girlfriend. Uh, is that... So I know that Bruce Springsteen's sister is in it. Okay. But I can't remember if that okay, was... Okay, that's fine. I was expecting you to say Dana Plato. I didn't bother to watch the credits at the end to see if her name popped up. She just reminded me of her. And I thought maybe that's who that was. But it's I, fine. I'll Google it. Yeah. Um, okay, you and I were talking about this earlier. This started out as a book. By Cameron Crowe. Yeah, which I didn't know. And it was based on, like, all these people that he knew from high school, which I thought was really interesting. Mm -hmm. He did intentionally try and, like, mix up different people and different things. Oh. But the guy that inspired the rat character, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, I guess he went on to be, like, a famous, like, computers for dummies writer. Oh. (laughs) So, like. Good for him. In the computer for dummies world. like Quite a move up from the movie theater. Indeed. Indeed. (laughs) It is. And it's funny because um, I guess like he was kind of pissed at Cameron Crowe because he's like, you like highlighted all my crappiest qualities and gave all my best qualities to other people. And Cameron Crowe's like, well, yeah, because I didn't want people to think it was you. Right. So anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. Um, Okay. Meg Tilly, Michelle Pfeiffer, Lori Laughlin, Elizabeth Shue, Kelly Preston, Rosanna Arquette, Carrie Fisher, Ali Sheedy, and D.B. Sweeney were all considered for (gasps) parts in this movie. Wow. Ralph Macchio was asked to play a role, but he demanded a salary that the director couldn't afford. Oh, shit. I know. I was surprised at that. Uh, Rob Lowe wrote in his autobiography that he tried to audition for the film, but he was unable to get a meeting with the filmmakers. Damn. I know. Can you believe? Like, that's how early this gosh uh-huh. dang movie was. Mm-hmm. It was so early that it was just crazy. Um, Justine Bateman was offered the role of Linda, which was Phoebe Cates' Phoebe Cates, role, yeah. Um, but she declined so that she could go beyond Family Ties. Because it was the same year Family Ties came out. Oh, wow. Both Brooke Shields and Ellen Barkin, who I cannot believe. Ellen Barkin. Ellen Barkin is so great. And, and yes, and and she's, I guess that's my thing is all of these actors and actresses were such good. Yeah. They went on to like amazing things that it's just unbelievable that this was like, the beginning movie. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, but anyway, they both reportedly turned down an offer to play Stacy. Jodie Foster was... Which con- was Jace, Jennifer Jason Lee, right? That's right. Yeah, okay. Jodie Foster was considered to play Stacy, but was not interested in her role because she was attending Yale at the time. I mean, it, go ahead then, Jodie. I know, yeah. whatever. Well, I guess you got priority, bitch. <laughs> whatever, yeah. <laughs> and Diane Lane auditioned for the role of Stacy. Really? Which, of all of those, I think... She's the one that I would see most Uh in that position. Yeah. Even more so than Ellen Barkin. I almost think of Ellen Barkin as being more like the Linda character. Uh, oh, kind of 100%. the older sister yes. kind of person. Yes, and the and the sex fiend. That's right, <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, Tom Hanks was considered for the role of Brad. Two years later, he was cast to star in another popular raunchy sex comedy, Bachelor Party. But he, at the time, was considered for the role of Brad and ended up not taking it. Matthew Matthew Broderick turned down the role of Brad when his father became terminally ill. Oh. Now, Matthew Broderick versus Judge Reinhold Uh would have been totally different, Uh I feel like. Yeah. Um, But I also think, because Judge Reinhold, to me, in seeing the movie, 
seems like an adult. Like I get he's supposed yeah, to be a senior. a senior in high school, but he no, I feel not. like he's in college. He's in college. Like yeah. he, he seems, so yeah. that's where I think like Matthew Broderick at the time was like Ferris Wheeler's day off. Yes. Like I feel like at that time it might've been better off had Matthew Broderick on. Yeah. Low. Yeah. Um, Judge Reinhold happened to be the boyfriend of Amy Heckerlings, who was the director oh, okay. of her best friend who was also doing the casting, but he actually got the part without them knowing that he was her boyfriend and ended up impressing producers and got the part anyway. That's kind of like what Tori Spelling did to get on 90210. I know. I That's that was cool. wild. Yeah. Um, Mr. Hand. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I know my craziest teacher in high school. Yeah. And if any of my high school friends or people that I know listen to this podcast. Yeah. I just have to say Mr. Dice and they all know who I'm talking really? about. Really? What did he teach? He taught, taught chem- chemistry. Okay. And he regularly lit shit on fire. <laughs> regularly. <laughs> and sometimes he meant to yes. and sometimes he didn't. Yeah. And one time he went on this rant. Oh God. About how people love, how everyone who drinks soda is a masochist because they love how soda burns their throat. So they must be masochists. Oh. He used to- He felt very passionately about this. R- I cannot express to you. Wow. In fact, he, um, at one point he started, he got really pissed at someone and he goes, you know what? You're a real mensch. And he would call people a mensch what? when he got mad at them. Oh my God. And as high school kids, were you like, what the fuck does that even mean? Yes. And he was tiny. He was this tiny guy oh with my glasses, God, that's hilarious. but that was by far our craziest teacher yeah. at Northtown. Yeah. By far. Did you have any teachers like that? I mean- Um, I had a favorite teacher. He was a history teacher and I loved him because he was easily distractible. (laughs) Like we could get off on another topic and like, fuck the assignment. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't know. I had my freshman science teacher, Mr. Yates. He was a very large man and he played the ukulele. (laughs) (laughs) and no shocker to people that know me I hated math and science together and I think they're both evil and they only make up the world I know right yeah like I believe in them both I just don't (laughs) understand them and they don't always work well with me I understand but he was the world's sloppiest individual really oh his desk was a fucking disaster he couldn't find shit it was always a mess yeah and so we had to do a project at the end of the year with like I don't even remember. I chose to do crickets and we had to do some kind of like, not really experiment, but like you were supposed to keep them alive and do some kind of hypothesis. I don't fucking know. (laughs) But when, I can't remember now, but when he, when he would get angry at us, rather than lashing out, he'd sit down, play the ukulele. And so, okay. But then I might have lied to him because all my crickets died and I didn't do my project. Yeah. And then I went into school and I was like, you lost it. <gasps> you lost my paper. Girl, he gave me a fucking A because he couldn't prove that he hadn't lost it. I was like, I've done all my other work in this class all year and you lost oh my, my end of year. Yeah, give me an A. Good job. <laughs> Good job. But I don't think I ever really had our typing teacher, our business teacher. She loved me because she had my mom yeah. in school, but she was a scary individual. So, she was an older teacher. Like she was well, kind of scary. That's the thing. Like I had favorite teachers yeah. and I had crazy, I had mean teachers, Yeah, but Mr. Dice was like crazy. <laughs> Calling people 
inches. And lo- I, he, I, every oh every God. year there was like a hole in the ceiling. Where oh God, where he, he just caught shit on fire. Caught shit on fire. Oh my God, because he just mixed shit together and <gasps> let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Oh my God, I shit you not. Okay. Oh my God, that's amazing. So. Mr. Hand was originally offered to Fred Gwynn. Do you know who? I don't. Herman Munster. Oh. But he turned it down due to his objections over the tone of sexual content in the film. Oh. I know. Okay. I wouldn't have expected Herman Munster to be a prude. Me either. But it's interesting that the science teacher looks a little bit like him. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. So that's interesting. I know. Although I remember like that guy, Yeah, you know, so they, he, that was a real teacher that Cameron Crowe based him on. And he said he was the kind of guy that always had like live animals in his room. Yeah. Just real quirky. Yeah. Real quirky. And it's funny that they picked that guy to play him. Yeah. I can't remember what his name is, but like how many of those movies was he in where he played the weird weird guy? Yeah. Yeah. And then his wife's like super hot. I know. Well, and she was like super young too, I guess. Oh really? Yeah. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this was Forrest Whitaker's first time auditioning for a film. And yes, I know. I was shocked. Wow. And Amy Heckerling recalls seeing him out the window after securing the job. He was skipping to his car. Oh, my God. That's so I cute. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cute. I love that story. Yes. I'm like, that is just adorable. Yes. Okay. My favorite character is Mr. Spicoli. Oh, God. Yes. Spicoli's fucking great. Um, Christopher Reeve was considered... What? I know. No, that cast, I mean, he is so good in that role. So the funny thing about it is, is that it was actually a much smaller role, but because they saw so much in Sean Penn and how he played the character, they had to make it bigger. So they went back and filmed like the surfer scene. Oh yeah, yeah. All of that was like- His dream or whatever, yeah. Which that in the book, his original dream was that he was on The Tonight Show. Oh. But they went to Johnny Carson and asked Johnny Carson, hey, will you- Film yeah. this and he said no david letterman said i will but they're like his people were like no we don't want you to be in a film that there are drugs so they didn't oh. i know so they didn't let oh him. my god i lo- when he orders that fucking pizza to the class i know well to the classroom oh so my god. the original the guy that they based rat on yeah that was his thing that's where he's oh, like, you gave my coolest thing to other people. Up. Oh my yes. God. Yeah. That is so, it's so freaking funny. I know. I, and at the very, the very first day of class when he's like, you dick. Yeah. When he tears up his, <laughs> his schedule. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Sean Penn is so great in I that know. role. So he almost missed out on the role because he refused to audition. He's like, no, I'm not auditioning for this. Oh. But he ended up getting the role anyway. Wow. How old, I wonder how old all of them were when they were filming it. The, the youngest person on film besides uh-huh. Nicolas Cage which we'll get into in a second was okay. Phoebe Cates at 18 so okay. Jennifer Jason Lee was 19 and I think those were the only two that were teenagers the rest of them were in the early 20s really mm-hmm. wow so during shooting of the film Sean Penn got so into character that he only answered as Spicoli and he even put on his dressing room door Spicoli instead of Sean Penn Oh, my God. According to Amy Heckerling, Sean Penn and pals were actually smoking marijuana in the van as they exited for the prom. Oh, my I God. I remember they yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but 
as Sean Penn says, he says he asked Amy Heckerling for permission to drink a little something before the scene where he falls out of the VW bus. Uh-huh. And she said yes. And he says, that's my only story about any substances in this movie. Oh, so yeah. I tend to believe because the her. way he, yeah, the way he rolls out of that van is fucking comical. <laughs> yes. I tend to believe her. Yeah. But you know, maybe not. Yeah. And I mean, really, Sean, what are you hiding at? Th- I mean, what are you saving at this point at, in your career right, at this point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and those could have been questions from 10 years ago. I, I mean, don't know. it could have been, but yeah. clearly even now, like I'm going to need you to embrace it like Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Come the hell on with or it. Matthew McConaughey. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Um, and so the checkerboard canvas shoes. Oh yeah. His vans. His vans. Yeah. They were relatively only known through like the skateboard yeah. and surf community. Yeah. And I've learned that through Riley. After this. Yeah. They took off. They became oh, a national brand, and they said they had no idea they'd become as popular because as they were. I didn't know that they were mainly skater mm-hmm. shoes until she really got into them because she was skating and all this kind of shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know that. That yeah. And I didn't realize. So to your point, they really did not come mainstream until. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he had the original black and white checkers. Right. Yeah. Um, Sean Penn used to improvise during his takes and tried to find ways to aggravate actor Ray Waltz, Walston, who played Mr. Hand. Oh, uh, <laughs> even off camera. And so a lot of the things that a lot of the reactions that Mr. Hand had were because he was already pissed off. <laughs> oh my God. That's even better. <laughs> yes. In fact, he even went to Amy Heckerling and was like, you've got to get this guy under control. And she's like, I- I'll do the best I can. Yeah. And then let it happen. <laughs> so, oh my God. That's great. I thought that was hilarious. Uh, okay. So talking about Nicholas Cage. Yeah. So Nicholas Cage was originally up for Brad Anderson. Okay. But they said that Jennifer Jason Lee kind of had an Eeyore dark look about her. Yeah. And if they brought Nick Cage in to, and he was supposed to play her brother and he had that same uh, energy, right. That it wouldn't have been good. So they wanted to put someone that was like more upbeat with yeah. her. So he didn't get that part, but his part was supposed to be bigger as Brad's friend. friend? Yeah. And then they find out that he's only 17. And so then they have to cut him down. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, he, he, this was his first paid role. He did have another role in a movie before this, but this was the first time he got paid and he appears under the name Nicholas Coppola. Oh yeah. Which is his original, which is his name, his his birth name. name. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. Interesting. That is interesting. Um, Brian Backer who played rat Uh had to live with Jennifer Jason Lee while they were filming because he had no money. Oh my God. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. During filming, he lived with Jennifer Jason Lee and her family. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so we talked about Amy Heckerling. This was her first director debut. She went on to do things like Clueless, which, oh my oh God. Oh God. My I didn't realize that. Yeah. Um, she said that Universal thought this was a bad movie. In fact, I guess the executives at Universal are traditionally more like conservative and older and whatever and they all thought it was real raunchy and they didn't understand it of course they had planned originally to only release it on the west coast leave it out for three weeks and then send it to cable and um david lynch was originally offered the chance to direct before amy but he passed it up he Mm. turned it down saying it was a funny script but not really his thing So um, it was interesting because, of course, it's like Universal doesn't believe in this movie. They Mm -hmm. don't think it's going to be that great. But Mm -hmm. then you get an all-star freaking cast. Yeah. And they said that once it came out and it did as well as it did in the theater, they almost immediately want to turn around and make a 
Bacoli Goes to College movie. Oh, my God. Which they didn't do. They didn't do. They did have a TV spinoff. Oh, they did? In 1986, there was a brief TV spinoff that ended up not going Interesting. It does have a banger um, music soundtrack, too. Uh, So, I... Am I jumping ahead? I'm sorry. That's all right. Ah, It's fine. Yeah. Because you're absolutely right. Yeah. That was the one thing that stuck out to me. And And it... From the fucking very, very beginning of the fucking movie. song yeah. is so good. Yeah. So here's the thing. Um, I know you said you haven't seen Singles. Yeah. But Singles was written and directed, I think, both by Cameron Crowe. And he's done other, you know. Yeah. He's done Almost things. Famous. And Almost that, Famous. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and that is such a central part of his story mm-hmm. that I don't think other filmmakers get as well as he did. Yeah. That if you're trying to tell the story of a bunch of teenagers, yeah. it better have some good fucking, fucking music. music in it. Yeah. I mean, it just has to. Yeah. And like, it's so like, to your point, watching that yesterday, I was like, if nothing yes. else, you cannot deny how good that music is. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. And like, if you go back and watch singles, which I hope you do, we have to yeah. do a podcast on it sometime. That's, I mean, it is the Seattle sound and it's got oh. like, yeah, it's got Pearl Jam Nirvana, and Nirvana and Soundgarden. Oh my God, I love it. And it came out before Grunge those were all a thing. thing. Yeah. And so when you think about it, this came out in 82 and had the Go-Go's. And yeah. Like, it's amazing. But I didn't know if you knew this, uh, Cameron Crowe's wife was from heart. Nancy. Yes. Yeah, he's married or was married to Nancy Wilson. Yes. Yes. So I'm sure that had to be a huge Well, and his whole thing with reporting for Rolling Stone. Yes. You know, 100%. And be, like music is in his, his blood, blood, his DNA. Yeah. But yeah. that's how so many people yeah. relate that time in their lives. Yeah. Like I I you know what I mm-hmm. If I listen to 90s country, it takes me right back to high school. Does like it? that's where yeah. if I'm listening to yeah. Wham and the Go-Go. Oh, yeah. I'm right back to 80s, like yeah. middle school. New yeah. Kids on the Block, it's like yes. third grade, right? I just, yeah. I relate so much yeah. of my. And any of that angsty shit that I listened to all through high school. Jan Arden and, yep. you know, um, oh my God, I cannot think. Um, Jagged Little Pill. Alanis Morissette. Thank you. Yep. I just totally drew a blank. Like yep. all that angsty oh, yeah. shit. Fiona Apple oh, right after high school. Do you school. know, I, I mean, I turned on Fiona Apple yeah. and then went down this like Melissa Etheridge, yes. Cheryl Crow, like yes. I, I just, Natalie and Brulia, like yes. all those 90s yeah. female women. Like yes. I, I, and that was, it that happened totally like two days and I was like, whole, yeah. yes, yep. I felt like I was back yeah. in high school a hundred percent. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I really like when I go back and look at this soundtrack and I, I, one of the last things that I did was capture the soundtrack did this. you yeah because i was like you know it start the the soundtrack starts with somebody's baby by jackson brown yeah and it's got joe walsh don henley um the go-go's i mean it's got yeah. sammy hagar jimmy buffett um donna summer stevie nicks oh stevie nicks yeah oingo boingo i mean it's like oh who's who yeah. lineup of these incredible artists yeah i, I just cannot overemphasize how important yeah. a good soundtrack is. Yeah. And I remember back when I was a kid and we were forced to buy tapes and CDs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was the best to get a soundtrack because yes. you got all these different like songs. Yeah. It was like having a mixtape. It was like having a mixtape. A hundred percent. Uh okay. I'm gonna switch gears. Oh, I do have one more story about Amy Heckerling that I thought was really funny. Okay. So she is from the Bronx. Oh, okay. And Okay. That just kind of reminded me of something I was gonna say. Okay, go ahead. 
Oh, do you want to say it? Well, I was just going to say it was it was interesting to me in the movie to hear that she was from the Bronx because Damone has a very New York accent. To so me. he was supposed. So in the book, I guess it is explained that he is from South Philly. So oh. it would be that area, that region, okay. that yeah. type of accent. Because he has, he very much carries himself like a like a New Yorker. I think a little bit as yes. well. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's that area. You Interesting. Know. So, okay. um, I guess again, that's all explained in the book. And I think there was a scene that was supposed to be in the movie that ended up not. Being. Okay. Um. Okay. But so Amy Heckling's from the Bronx. She was flabbergasted at the thought of teens owning cars. And they kept telling her she needs to pick cars for Uh all these people. Uh And she's like, how do teenagers know how to drive cars? Adults don't even know how to drive cars. So she was sure that they would be driving junker cars. Mm. But Cameron Crowe and others kept telling her that Brad should have a cherry car, Uh which left her even more befuddled. Brad Hamilton ended up with a 1960 Buick LeSabre. (laughs) I'm like, that's crazy. Yes. I'm like, okay, that I, I get it. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, okay, so let's talk about the sex. Yeah, because there was more of it than I remember. Me too. Most critics liked this movie when it came out. As of 2019, it had a 78% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. I think it's even higher now when mm. I went on looked. It's almost universally hailed as a classic, but the one that hated it was Roger Ebert. Mm. He slammed the movie, giving it only one star and basically basically dismissing it as a vulgar teen exploitation pick. His quote is, the movie's another one of those adolescent sex romps such as Porky's and Animal House in which part of the humor comes from raunchy situations and dialogue. The movie is so raunchy, however, that the audience can't quite believe it. I want a sneak preview thrown by a rock radio station and the audience had come for a good time. But during a scene involving some extremely frank talk about certain popular methods of sexual behavior, even the rock fans were grossed out. I was surprised at that. I was- I'm surprised by it too because... It was so fucking relatable. So that's my thing is that I wonder if it's because we're a generation that's different. Uh-huh. And so we related to it. Yeah. John Landis at one point visited the set and said that the studio was concerned because they expected a teen comedy, but we're getting people crying and getting abortions. Well, yeah. at the time. So go to an American high school today. Right. Like, I'm sorry. Do you think that's not happening? That right. girls are not talking to each other about how to give a fucking blowjob? Well, and maybe not in the cafeteria, but it's still fucking happening. Exactly. Like, I, they're I, having sex. Yes. Maybe not at 13, like Linda. But right. like, I'm just saying, like, they're having sex. This, it's happening. That's right. It's happening. That's, oh, and at, if nothing else, they're at least having the conversations. Yeah. They're exploring it. Yeah. They're expressing it. Yeah. And to your point, maybe not everyone's having sex as a 15-year-old, right. a sophomore in high school. Right. God, I hope not for my child's sake. <laughs> I know for a fact that he's 13 and it's on All his he mind. About. Yeah. It's on his yeah. mind. It's either yeah. VR, computer, or having sex. That's yeah. what's on his mind at this point. Yeah. So, like, yes, that is happening yeah. at this point. And so- um, you and I were talking earlier about abortions yeah. and how, like, if there's one thing this movie is so relatable, mm-hmm. it's about how, like, we come to rely on our friends for so many things. Yes. Like, our, especially as women. Like, yeah. it was, it was, I don't want to say disturbing, but it was surprising watching the scene of Jennifer Jason Lee find out she's pregnant. Yeah. She goes to a kid that, we all liked like, right. like, honestly, he's not a bad guy. Yeah. And she's like, you need to pay for this and you yeah. need to drive me there. And pay for half of it yeah. and give me a ride. And then he goes, sir. Yeah. Doesn't pay for it. And then she has to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. 
that's how life is. Yes. Like that's how it is. Yeah. If, if, because they get the ability to walk away without any any fucking repercussions. Yes. And had her brother not like, here's the adult in me. And the mom in me is like, what if Brad hadn't been home? Right. How the fuck was she going to get to the clinic? Right. What was she going to do? She was probably going to have to ride a goddamn bus or something. Yeah. And I think that's where like, it's kind of good to make people uncomfortable. Yeah. It's kind of good yeah. to make, you know, people have to face that yeah. in this type of situation Yeah, where, hey, we're already bringing, and I'll tell you, so in, in Cameron Crowe's other movies, he kind of explores some of these Yeah, and they're supposed to be like fun, enjoyable movies, but there there's, I, and I think that's so relatable in life is that like, in general, life is great and it's fun, and yeah. it's, but shit happens yes. and it's how you deal with those things. And if there's one thing you can pull out of this movie is how important it is to like have a system to rely on, have yes. people to rely on. Yes. Because you can't always count on the people you think you can count That's on. That's right. So. And, it, and it's your girlfriends that, I mean, for me yep. as a feminist, yep. it's going to be my girlfriends that I'm going to go to hand over fist every time. A hundred percent. And not to get super political because we decided not to go that route That's with this right. podcast. We're not to go political. But I will say real quickly- that like the situation that we're in right now in this country, yep. come hell or high water, we'd be in a car going wherever we had to go. 100%. I'd, I'd face prison time and it wouldn't fucking matter to me no. because we have to do what we have to do to keep each other safe. That's right. And keep each other healthy. Well, and I'm period. not, and, and, and I'm not relying on some dusty fucking dude no. to do the right thing. Cause they've just proven time and time again, they can't be reliable. I know they can't be reliable. I agree. Yeah. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee, her sex scene, was the first time she had ever been naked with a man. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. And she was 19. Oh my God. So at least God. she was legal. I mean, yeah, but oh my God. So the guy that plays Ron Johnson yes. is only seven months older than her. Really? Because he real looks life. like he's 26. I like know. that's how old he's portraying in the movie. Yep. He's only seven months older than her. Oh my God. Yep. I thought that was I crazy. I felt so many things for her character. I did too. Hers was, I think, the hardest to kind of be with yeah because you know for jennifer jason lee to have this w- one person phoebe cates that she can yeah. go to and talk about sex and yeah. she's not talking to, his, to her parents obviously about right it. and like she's like just do it just do it and yeah. i i just you know for her first time to be out at the point and that I'm in that like, fucking baseball dugout in the dugout i'm like oh yeah. that's gross yeah and yeah so yeah i had some feelings there too yeah a hundred percent and i just because I can be all the rah, 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 like embrace your sexuality. You as a woman have every right to be a sexual being. Yep. It doesn't make you dirty. It doesn't make you a whore. Right. It doesn't. None of that applies. But I don't want your first time to, to be, be in a, a dugout, dugout, in a dirty ass dugout with all of these gross things written on the walls. And God knows what you're laying in and mm-hmm. all the things. And you're, and at least in the movie, you're 15 years old having sex with, with a, a 26 year old, 20 whatever year old. Yes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> holy shit. But he was going to be, so I will say, I loved the part when Phoebe was like, I mean, what'd you want to do? Marry him? He works at the radio, at the record <laughs> store. Like, I just love like Jennifer Jason Lee's all brokenhearted because he got what he wanted and he yes. hasn't called her back and yes. it was her first time. And yeah. Phoebe Cates is like. Get the fuck over it. He works Move at the on. radio store. This is not yes. who you want to marry. Yes. Come on now. Yeah. yeah. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So the Damone and Stacy sex scene. Yes. Okay. Originally, it includes a shot of Damone undressing that showed full frontal. <gasps> what? I know. Because they don't ever show that. Never. So everything I read on the internet said 
they took it out to avoid an X an X rating. Oh, okay. But I found one article that said, contrary to popular popular belief, the shot was not come from cut from the film to avoid an X rating. It does remain in the film, but it was reframed to crop the nudity out. But in 2021, Criterion released uh, a, a restored version of the film and brought the original nudity back in. Really? Yeah. So I'm I'm dying to like get a copy of that and see, see what see it's Demone's like. Dick. Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. Because um, Jennifer Jason Lee explained that teenage test audience had found the scene quite graphic, but mm. she expressed her disappointment that it was recut into the version because she felt like it really portrayed the awkwardness of yeah. The Two situation. people getting undressed in front of each other. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know it's a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Okay. One last thing that I think is hilarious. Okay. For the masturbation scene. Yes. <laughs> so we all know that is like. Yeah. So they. I was. I remembered Phoebe Cates goes topless. Mm-hmm. I did not remember Jennifer Jason Lee went topless. And I yeah. will tell you, my husband didn't even remember Jennifer Jason mm. Lee. And I don't know if that's because everyone loves Phoebe, Phoebe Cates, Cates so all they can think much. About was her great all, tits. Right. Yeah. And so they say that that is the most paused section of a film in any film ever. Is I mean, that. her tits are fucking great. I hate her so much. Uh, for multiple reasons. Yes. Like, you really, bitch, you couldn't have gotten one. Like, you hit the lottery I on know, everything. everything. You couldn't have gotten like a fucking lopsided right. set of titties or, or like torpedo titties. size nipples. <laughs> right. Yes. Nothing. Like you really had to get blessed right. from your head to, to your, your toes. Toe and you're perfect Are you in every way. Are you fucking kidding yes. me? Blech. Like you literally, ugh, come on now. I know. Yeah. And the bitch married Kevin Klein, who's 15 years older than her. So you know, like yes. she married him for love. Yes. Yeah. Fuck literally. That shit. Yeah, exactly. But I do love at the end when they're like, yeah. Linda lives with her psych professor, her <laughs> abnormal psych professor. And yes. I'm like, yes, yes she, she does. does. That's exactly yes, right. Yes, she does. But kudos to her. Like, yeah, I mean, congratulations, yeah. lady. You yeah. are. It must be bo- nice to be it Phoebe Cates. It must be nice to be Phoebe Cates. Yeah. I'll never fucking know what that was like. Because <laughs> even in high school, my tits no! didn't look like that. That shit came no! in too quick. Yes. And it was just, it was over. I've never known what it's like what, to, to wear a per- shirt with no, no bra. bra. Yeah, I to don't have know that. tits? Yes. Never. Never. No. Not ever. No. To know what it's like to have teeny tiny little like Hershey kiss nipples. Yeah, never. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> never. To not have one yeah. Aaron giant three foot hair coming off of them. I've never <laughs> known what that's like. Shit. <laughs> to not lay down and they both disappear in your armpits. It's like... Yes. Phoebe Cates could lay down in the ocean and it'd be just like two fucking buoys. Yes. Right up above like two gorgeous just islands. Just like the sun is just, yes. you know, shining down Indeed. on her. Like, Duh. fuck Phoebe Cates. God damn. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> we got that out of our system. Woo! <laughs> yeah. A little bit of therapy. A little bit of therapy. Anyway, so for his masturbation scene, of course, yes. Judge Reinhold did not want to like just be jerking off. Yeah. So he brought a dildo. Oh, and interesting. And did not tell anyone. So when Phoebe Cates opens the door on him, she is genuinely surprised. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> I, I thought so too. Especially when you think that she was only 19 when it happened. Yeah. <laughs> like she had not no seen clue. a dildo. No, yes. there's no way. There's oh absolutely no God. way. Oh my God. Yes. The, so Nancy Wilson appears. So she is Cameron Crowe's wife, yeah, yeah, ex-wife. Yeah. Um, she appears as the pretty girl in the Corvette that makes fun of Judge Reinhold wearing his Oh my God, costume. I didn't even recognize her. Yes. So just as an FYI. Wow, I didn't yep. even recognize her. Um, Stacy, 
who works at Perry's Pizza in the mall. Yeah. Jennifer Jason Lee worked for about a month undercover at Perry's Pizza to learn how to do the job. Oh, which I interesting. thought that was awesome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and when Brad is watching the cruising festival, f- vessel, you can see a Bruce Springsteen bumper sticker. Pamela Springsteen is in the movie. Oh, okay. And I don't know what she plays. I'm going to have to go back yeah. and look at it. To I see hope she's she one of the Pat Benatar chicks. Maybe she is. I mean, that would be <laughs> the hilarious. The fact that they had three of them at their high school was so great. I know. I'm going to look yeah. it up. All right. Fast. Oh, my Nine's God. Hi. I'm going to look this up. Dinah Phillips. So that. I don't know. All right. Who was? She was the cheerleader. Oh, she was one of the spirit bunnies? She played <laughs> Dina, Dina the cheerleader. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. Good well, to know. You're welcome, you all, that we went this far down the rabbit hole to get you guys the info. We will leave no stone unturned. I will probably cut a little bit of the dead air there out of that. (laughs) Because we're both just silent, like scrolling, scrolling. (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly right. Um, I'm trying to see a couple of other little things like the mall scenes. Yeah. Um, No, that's not very exciting. Overall, such a good movie. I know. It was ranked at number two on Entertainment Weekly's 50 Best High School Movies, which is where we got. Um, It's also included among the American Film Institute's 2000 list of the top 100 funniest American movies, which that surprises me because, you know, I think, again, we've talked about this. Like, I don't think of it as hilarious. No. I don't Uh -uh. think of it like I think of Animal House as just Yeah, no, I don't think of it as a comedy. I don't either. Uh -uh. Especially not after seeing it yesterday. But I will say- There's parts of it that are funny. Yeah. Spicoli's funny, obviously. And there are parts, to your your point, that are funny, but I don't think of it as just hilarious. No. Well, and in fact, like, so Amy Heckerling had said regarding her approach to showing Stacey's awkward first time having sex. Yeah. I was trying to make sex seem scary and uncomfortable. Because that's what it is. Because that's what it is. Because regardless of how excited you might be by it, it's still this weird thing you're doing that you don't really know what the fuck you're doing i know it's weird yeah all right well i think that's all yeah. the notes that i have yeah I, I did really enjoy going back and watching this and again seeing it as an adult i still relate it back to when i was a high school teenager oh, yeah you and i were talking about like the importance of the mall lifestyle yeah yeah and this movie i i don't think kids these days understood that uh-uh. because like i don't know that like you know aj Right. And maybe not even Riley. No. Re- realize, like, you spent your nights and weekends yes, there. at the mall. You yeah. met your friends at the mall. Yep. You walked around at the mall. Yeah, you literally then, shut it down. Yes, and yeah. then you got jobs there. Yes. And, like, it, that's what you did. Is, yeah. And I remember when I was in, like, sixth or seventh grade, um, Sherry, I don't remember her name, and I probably shouldn't say it anyway, <laughs> but uh, we were in um, Ed... Oh, fuck. What was his Hardy? name? No, no. <laughs> uh, our teacher at the time, oh. he was our, he was our biology teacher. It doesn't matter. Uh, anyway, we were in his class and she was like, do you want to fight me? Which I don't know why she all of a sudden decided yeah. she wanted to fight me, but she's like, meet me at the mall. Oh my God. <laughs> she's like, I'll be at the mall tonight at seven o'clock. Meet me at the mall. And I had to go home and tell my mom. You had to fight a bitch at seven. I, you have to get me to the mall Take by me seven. metro. Take, well, it was Antioch. We went to oh, Antioch. Oh, you went to Antioch. Mm-hmm. See, ours was Metro. We didn't go to Antioch. Oh, 
Antioch was, ugh. Yeah. But you could fight there, apparently. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. I don't know. But I went, I drug my You ass. showed up? I sh- bet yeah, yeah, I showed you up. Could, yeah, you couldn't go to school the next day if you hadn't. That's right. And Sherry did not show up. What a little punk bitch. That's right. Fucking bitch. Yeah, she's got all, she's a shit talker. I think we're Facebook friends now. <laughs> well, I hope she listens to this because she might need to meet us at Antioch. We might need to have another battle. <laughs> a throwdown. A throwdown. Well, this could be on your flip card. Don't be a douche. That's exactly right. Don't be yes. a douche, Sherry. Meet me at the mall at seven, bitch. <laughs> There's no more malls to go to. I know. It's so true. It's so yes, sad. I know. So anyway, but um, yes, it, I, it definitely is a, a, a snapshot oh, of 100%. how it was when we were growing up. Yes. More so than a lot of other movies that I've seen. It's, yeah. It was so much, again, such a snapshot of yeah. how it was. So, Just anyway. hanging out in the arcade. I know. It, it's for real. Like, yeah. I remember like at the the movie theater, there was an arcade that was underneath it at Metro North. And, yeah. It was on the yeah. main level. Yeah. Well, and because it was over by the theater when you come and in the pizza. from the one part. Yeah. yeah. And yes. was that Kelso's pizza? It, it, no. Uh, yes, it was Kelso's pizza. It was I not original some, pizza. I don't think so it either. It was Kelso's. That's what I was thinking too. No, 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 no. It was original pizza down okay. by the arcade in the movie theater. Kelso's was more upscale because it was sit in, dine in with actual waitresses. Uh, yeah. And it was on the other opposite end because it had an entrance from the parking lot as okay. well. You didn't have to just go in the mall oh, to get I to it. Oh, I remember because it had a sign outside. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that. Kelso's was on the other side of the mall. But it was also for small town kids like me who didn't go to big schools. It's how we met those hot dudes from Oak Park oh. and Park Hill because it was our only way to meet guys from other schools. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't have thought about that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I went to school with a thousand kids. Right. You did not. No. Hmm. So it was the only way for us to meet dudes that were not from our hometown. Yeah. The one advantage Antioch had over Metro North is that it had a showbiz pizza. Oh my God, it did have this showbiz. And do you know that my child- Fucking scared the shit out I of me. I know. And my child who loved, loved Freddy and- really? Five Nights at Freddy's and all that- did not believe that showbiz pizza existed. I had to find a You had vi- to find videos? Yes, I had to find a video and be like, no, no, this yeah. is our childhood. And this, this was not, it wasn't Chuck E. Cheese. It wasn't Chuck E. Cheese. It was showbiz. That's right. And those animals existed yeah. and they were terrifying. They were terrifying. But at the time, that's all we had. Yeah. And then they gave you a record. Do you remember the happy birthday record? Yes. They gave you, if it was your birthday, you had a party there, they gave yeah. you a happy birthday record. And you know, now I wonder if we had played it backwards, if it would say things that Ooh, were evil. yeah. I know. Who's, I need someone in our one. listenership yeah. to, f- I wonder if I still, if like at my parents, cause I, I kept my happy birthday record. That's interesting. I don't know. I kind of wonder too, now that you're saying that, do you remember when McDonald's had the, had the character, the guy wore, he was like a half moon yeah. on their commercials. Okay. Do you remember when they came out with the song that he would sing and they had it on a record? Mac the knife. That was Mac the knife. Yeah. And if it played all the way through, you won something like, Oh, I don't we, remember that. So we had the record and of course it didn't play all the way through. We won nothing, but I wonder if it would do the same thing. Bitch, you won space camp. So that's I all you get. I did. I know. That's Who am I? Get. Me that's and my right, Phoebe Cage. <laughs> you won fucking space camp. You're fine. That's so You're true. fine. My little poor ass growing up in a trailer, but I went to space camp. <laughs> that's right. You may not have had perky titties, but you went I to space camp. I should have known better than to ask for multiple things in that's my life. That's right. It's either space camp space or camp perky, or perky titties. titties. You probably would have picked, that should be our next would you rather. <laughs> Rather than would you rather be, or would you want to be a dragon, would you rather have perky tits? That's right. (laughs) That's right. Oh my God, I love it. All right. Well, this has been a little fun jaunt down to memory lane. Thank you so much for listening. Hopefully you found some, and, and hopefully if you are, 
you never saw Fast Times, please go watch please it. Please go back and watch it. It definitely can help you relate to those yeah. of us that very much remember living in that yes. time frame. So yeah. anyway, uh, so yes, thank you for joining us. If you would like to interact with the podcast at all, of course, we have our Facebook page that I can never remember the name of. Friends of... No, Our Poor Friends Insiders. Podcast Insider, there I think. Go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Thank God Nicole's here. Um, So please feel free to post something on there. And again, if you guys have any suggestions on new movies that you want us to do, someone's going to have to jump in and take us out of our like 80s and 90s fixation right now. Because I swear to God, I think next week we are going to revisit another 80s or 90s. Yeah. So (laughs) if you want something different, Different. please let me know. Yes. All right. Thank you all. Bye, guys. Bye.